Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. And today we're going to review the film Beast. And this film stars Idris Elba as where is it? Uh, Dr. Nate Samuels, Leah Jeffries as Nora Samuels. Uh is that Iana or Ayana? Haley as Meredith Samuels. And Martin Monroe as Keys. Didn't they call him um, Uncle Martin? Uh, it was Uncle something. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was you talking about um, Toronto Coplay is Martin Battles. Where? See, I'm on IMDb, so that's what's messing me up. Okay, so yes. Charlotte Copley as yes. Martin Battles. I got him mixed up with the other guy. I kind of looked similar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, this film is about a father and his two teenage daughters find themselves haunted by a massive rogue lion intent on proving that the savannah has but one apex predator. So, what did you get from the film Beast? Yeah, so. Um... Beast wasn't wasn't my favorite, um, and it was just because it wasn't believable. I saw. I remember when I saw the trailer for the first time, and I said, "They're really going to have Idris Elba fight a lion, aren't they?" And that's what it was. That Idris Elba fighting a lion and winning. Um, the way he won, I guess, is believable. But the fact that he really? was alive for as long as he was was not. Um, so, yeah was not a fan of how how unreal this all truly was i would agree i think that um the ending is very unbelievable but there's not much of a plot here i mean this film is pretty short it's about an hour and a half Um, (laughs) and um it goes by pretty quickly there are some very tense moments but um his daughters really get in the way. And, um, you know, you got this uh, lion just running around trying to tear up people. But um, it's entertaining in parts, but. Mm, yeah, in parts. And I better. feel like the, the his daughters were getting away both um, as characters in the film and the young one, particularly as an actor in the film. Um <laughs> I did not care for her at all. Um, and there was some, and I was to the point where I was nitpicking her performance because there was a certain point where they're using a walkie talkie. And he, for some reason, the screenwriters chose for him to explain how to use the walkie talkie. Um, and then she visibly does it wrong. And uh, it, just, it just kind of bothered me a little bit. Um, but <laughs> she, she wasn't the best. She's young, but um, yeah, I just didn't care for her performance at all. Um, Idris is being Idris, which is fine. 
Um, I found it more hard to believe that he was a doctor, actually, um, than <laughs> someone fighting a lion. Um, but yeah, didn't didn't quite work for me. It did give me Jurassic Park vibes, kind of like the, the sneaking around, you know, being seen, that kind of stuff. In a but, bad way? No, not in a bad way. Um, more so in a nostalgic way, you know, um, because the new Jurassic Park films or Jurassic World films, they don't um, they don't do a lot of the just creeping around and, and you know don't move, it can smell you and all that, or it can't see you um, kind of moments where I thought like this one kind of did do that. Um, so that that was you know maybe not creative, but it was nice. But um, the actual story itself didn't really care for. <laughs> There's not much of a story there. Um, I did like how they did a lot of one shots where they were panning the camera around the characters and yes. just showing, you know, the line could come from anywhere at any moment. That made the moments very tense throughout the film. Yeah, I agree. I, I did. Um, the way it was filmed there was um, was decent. Um, but again, you're right. That story, there wasn't much of a story. Was it even believable story anyway? Um, and that's what we got. Yeah, um, but I mean, the, from what I got from this trailer, it was just a line that went rogue, which is the movie. I mean, pretty much right. what, what you see in the trailer is what you get in the movie. There's not much outside of that, but um, you know, very small cast. Um, I mean, there's other people out there, but they're kind of nameless but um overall i think it's an okay film but any other thoughts before we get into spoilers um they kind of make it out to seem to me at least in the trailers or so that this lion is genetically superior in some way but he's actually just a regular lion and even though i find it hard to believe someone would survive a lion attack anyway the fact that he was just a regular lion also bothered me because he felt supernatural until the very end. Yes. Um, especially because of how smart they say the line was. Like he right. wasn't just tearing through people he was immediately. Different. Where was he though? <laughs> like you talk to him like he's King Kong. But King Kong's actually a regular monkey. Like I, I don't really care for that. I don't <laughs> like that setup. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll definitely get there. But, um, you know, the story starts off with uh, Dr. Nate Samuels. Um, you know, his wife has passed away and uh, they had divorced or separated right before she had passed away. And I guess his daughters weren't really living with him, but um, right. they want to go back to South Africa. I think that's where they where they're going. Um, to kind of connect mm -hmm. with their roots or or at least um, his wife's roots and um, kind of take a family trip. And they have a, uh, I guess, almost like a, a distant uncle. He's not really their uncle, but they call him mm -hmm. uncle. Um, Old friend. Yes, Uncle Martin. Uh, Charlotte Copley. Um, you know, he's kind of like that guy who used to um, kind of wrestle with animal animals on TV. Right, right. Steve uh, Irwin? No, he didn't wrestle. The one that was like Crocky Mate or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, yeah, Steve Irwin, Australian. 
Okay. I didn't recognize the name, but yeah, I guess that's him. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's kind of like that guy. Um, maybe not living on the edge for him, but for anybody else that's living on the edge, how he um, just plays with these lions and animals mm-hmm. out in the wild. But, um, you know, they, they're trying to catch up. But the daughters, I mean, they're not really shown to be good. <laughs> Oh no! I mean, that's like they're constantly just throwing in um, Idris Elba's face that you know you weren't there for us. You know, you're the reason Mom died. It's the older one, and she's so disrespectful, and it's so <laughs> awkward. And, and I like the writing there um, because it came up at the weirdest times, at, and it's like, oh, she's a teenager. But no, this is just poor. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Um, it felt very out of place and uncalled for and rude. Yeah. I mean, they. I think they were both rude, especially when their uncle comes up, uh, Uncle Martin. Um, you know, he's just trying to catch up. He's like, oh, you're so much bigger. And then one of them says, oh, you're just a little bit taller than what you used to be. Like, <laughs> right. Like throwing shots. Like, this, you haven't seen this guy in years, but um, yeah, they do that. But there's a lot of them just going back and forth about blaming Idris Elba for their mother and their condition. Um, And he kind of does blame himself later on a little bit because he didn't, I guess, pay enough attention to them and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, try to keep the family together. But, you know, um, they go on a little safari trip with uh, Uncle Martin and uh, Banji. He's kind of like almost like Uncle Martin, you know, somebody who can in a way tame the lions go out into the wild mm-hmm. but um they have an encounter with uh one of the prides and they uh kind of get close to the lions but the lions are just kind of you know playing around just sitting there and uncle martin he actually has the lion you know jump on top of him and play with him and you know those are lions that he had raised i guess somehow since they were cubs yeah. <laughs> wild lions like they weren't in captivity they weren't you know domesticated oh these lions are rescued no just wild lions that somehow he gets the credit for it in the lions i taking care of them yes so um that works i have no idea uh, maybe he visited them every day i'm not sure how fast lions grow but um that happens but he also notices that one of the female lions is injured. I mean, her paw is, you know, dangling. And yes. um, she wants, I mean, uh, Uncle Martin, he wants to go and help. But they're not really letting him pass by. But that gives him the idea that these poachers have um, wounded this female lion. And that's also something that I didn't mention in the beginning. Um, there's this, or I think the first scene in the movie is where these uh, poachers are hunting down these lions, rounding them up, and um, selling their body parts for money. Um, but this is also when we get that first encounter with the rogue lion. Um, now, some of the poachers get away, but some of the other ones just get destroyed and ripped apart. <laughs> <laughs> but it was only a tease. We didn't really see the lion um, tear them apart. It was at right. night, 
Um, but to get back to the present, so it, you know, they go back home, try to f figure out some things and then, you know, go out to, I guess, some village that Uncle Martin knows or something, mm -hmm. some of the people there. And, you know, they go in there and everybody's slaughtered. And it seems like they had been there for some time for flies to be just all over them. So, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, flies, I don't think they, you know, automatically know. just jump on you. To those commercials, you know, three <laughs> the day, help feed these hungry kids. I mean, they have a lot of flies in those commercials. Yeah. And, you know, while I was watching this, I was like, you know, I've heard some criticism lately about movies that take place in Africa. People are, are getting upset, or Africans are getting upset, that it's only portrayed in popular culture as being the desert land and safaris and animals. But Africa is one of the most civilized continents um, in the world. I mean, they have lots of stuff going on. We only talk about their huts and grasslands and lions and stuff. Not that this is the point of the movie at all. I mean, of course, there not be lions in the city, but um, it was a thought I had. And then we went to this village where there's a coal mine. The coal mine went dry, but there's still a school there and something. Obviously, the plot didn't matter enough to make that make sense, but... <laughs> They're only there for that second to just get slaughtered. Um, and, you know, once they see all of that, they know that they're in danger and they're kind of away from everybody else. This is supposed to be kind of like a private tour where most people don't get to see. So, um, you know, they start trying to head back. They run into this random guy who has been um, beat up by the lion. He's still just barely hanging on. But, um, you know, Nate, he tries to check on the man and um, give him CPR because he's a doctor. And um, Uncle Martin you know, I guess he thinks he can take on anything. So um, he goes after this lion with a sniper rifle. Right. <laughs> even though it ripped, ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Even though it ripped through like 30 people. <laughs> um, and I guess this is when he figures out that this lion is, I guess, intelligent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, he's different. Even if it There's wasn't no intelligent, I'll still be here. <laughs> Even if it wasn't intelligent, I'm not going out there. You need I, to call no. back up. I'm leaving. I'm leaving the country. I'm like, <laughs> why are you leaving my kids out here? There's wild lions. Let's get on the next plane or boat or whatever it takes to get back to a city. And um, yeah, we're never coming back. <laughs> and I'll. I'll uh, actually get to another point at the end of this movie. <laughs> just looking at what you just said. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. How the heck did that happen? Talk about plot convenience. But um... we didn't even see it. We just get a summary from the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, Uncle Martin, you know, he's going out trying to find whatever has beaten up all these people, which he still thinks is a lion. And um, the lion starts sneaking up on him and rips his legs apart. Now, he's still able to kind of walk, I guess. But at first, he's kind of just sitting there because he's been beaten up. And then the lion decides to keep going. And um, Nate and, the, and his daughters, you know, they're really scared. 
they don't hear anything from Uncle Martin. And um, the line starts to creep in, jump on, jump, jump all over the car. Um, right. At this point is where I'm like, OK, the movie's over, right? No way this Suzuki built in 87 can withstand an actual lion. Like, if a deer can destroy a truck, I feel like this lion could destroy that vehicle. That doesn't quite make sense to me. You know, cars were built a lot more. No, uh... <laughs> no excuses. No reason why they could, he couldn't flip that thing over. Because he's running at it and, and Idris is rolling back and forth. How in the you know how long a lion's reach is? Probably like probably like six feet. <laughs> but he can just roll and he's fine. The yeah. lion jumps on the top of the thing with the sunroof. It doesn't crack. <laughs> what? It did have the little metal gate thing beneath that, it. That's for sure. That's like I remember there was a video once. There was a local zoo. And um, the the keeper said, um, the glass is bulletproof. And someone said, are you afraid of the gorilla shooting? Like, what do you, <laughs> it's really just because it's the strongest glass they could get and it makes people feel better, but it actually means nothing. <laughs> that's what that gate was. Exactly. That's a security blanket. That gate, <laughs> that lion wanted to get through it. It definitely could. It should have. I mean, it did get through the windows on the side multiple times. Right. Um, it did scratch them up. Um, they were only superficial wounds, so I guess it wasn't Which that bad. <laughs> Especially at the end. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, you know, they kind of tussle with it. They uh, are, are able to drive away, kind of. Um, I think the the eldest daughter she's able to put her foot in the gas and then they drive away and the lion goes rolling off the car and mm -hmm. um they kind of run into some trees or whatever somewhere that's kind of on the edge of a cliff you know just waiting for some help but the movie pretty much just stays there for a while it stays there for I would say most of of the rest of the movie um yeah, it kind of felt like 48 hours or 100 hours that we were just up on the cliff. Um, but not as not as well written. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's just a lot of them just going back and forth, especially with the daughters. Um, I think I'm not sure if they saved the uncle before nighttime. I think they might because I think um, it's still daytime. It's still daytime because they get him. Um, and and they're going back for the walkie-talkie, and he's seeing them based on landmarks and whatnot. Um, they get him during the day. They sew him up, and I think the girls fall asleep in the truck, and it's like dusk. He starts having these Black Panther-style dreams, um, and then he's interrupted by the, the poachers. <laughs> yes. Um, but also in the process, the, the daughters, they aren't really listening, especially the older one. Because she goes off and tries to save the uncle. Oh <laughs> He's like, we can't it leave him out there like that. <laughs> just, oh, I know where he is. That didn't, didn't even do that. 
just walks off and starts running off to the distance with a big lion. Like this is just ridiculous. She she there's a there's a guy. I mean, at this point, I would have been like, I, I don't know. Um, I got one good one left, so we'll pack it on up. Also, during that time, she was blaming the father for um, you know, their mother's death, and she was constantly complaining about how he wasn't there, and um, that just added to. I guess her 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 bad character in a way because <laughs> she was I just had enough of her that her name yeah. was um what was it Mira or Mira something Mare. like that they called her Mare because I think her name is Meredith but she's going by Mare because she's a teenager they they were leaning hard in this disrespectful teen thing which <laughs> is a little bit weird yeah she was very disrespectful um, even the younger sister. Um, she was like, can you shut up for just one minute? <laughs> right. <laughs> and she's going to be a psychologist. I'm like, but she's 10, so I don't understand how she has relevant things to say. But at that point, I did enjoy her more. Because, um, yeah, older sisters making dumb decisions left and right. Yeah. Going out whenever this line is on the loose. But, um, you know, they, they're able to save him. Um Nate is able to have one of those ambulance scenes where he's talking to him, telling him what to do to um, help his wound. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I guess he's successful, but um, they get him back in the car. Uh, These poachers just randomly show up. And um, at first they're kind of just trying to help them. But then they realize that Uncle Martin is, I guess, a poacher hunter. Um, right, anti-poacher. So they didn't say it explicitly, but he's definitely murdering the poachers. <laughs> so, blood on his hands too. Yes, but he, I guess, is just trying to protect the lions. He he doesn't want to see any more lions fall. But um, this terrible is terrible way to do it. <laughs> yeah, terrible way to do it. That's like that's like uh, bombing a chicken factory because you you are, you feel bad for the chickens. You're just like, killing people though. You're not. You're not better. It's you're a murderer. Yeah, you're an actual murderer now. It's not good. That's not good. Yeah, they can probably get away with killing those lions, but you just killed somebody. Right. <laughs> but um, back no. But um, you know, they start to hold them hostage. But this lion has been kind of just lurking around. I guess he's smart enough to know what kind of people to attack. But um, he starts ripping apart some of the poachers. And um, this is when they take the opportunity to try to get one of the poachers' cars so they can get back to safety. Um, But the car that they find doesn't have the keys in it. I mean, who would leave their keys in the car anyway? But (laughs) um, Nate, he has to go out and find the guy with the keys while this line is running rampant, ripping right. apart people. Also, there's no chance he finds, like in real life, no chance he actually finds these keys. No. And it was night. It was night. Pitch time. black. <laughs> in the middle of Africa. No street lights. <laughs> I don't think people realize how dark it can get without street lights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't see anything. Can't see your hand in front of your face. 
Yeah, I mean, because they, they, did they have any flashlights at all in these scenes? I don't think so. I guess the moon was their light. Oh, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because, I mean, I, I've been on a cruise ship at night and looking out in the sea. You can't see anything out there. <laughs> no. It is pitch black dark. Unless the moon is out. But it, it gets very dark. So there was no way that he would be able to see anything. Um, and if he did have the flashlight, the line would get him right away. But um, with this, he gets very lucky. He's able to climb a tree and put a snake on the line. <laughs> and it tussles with the, with the snake. And then <laughs> I'm, I'm not really sure how he got the keys. I guess he just randomly he found, found a guy. The, he found him in um, one of the guys who was dying pockets. But <laughs> the fact that, you know, all these people, at least 10 of them, and he goes check on one body and finds the keys. You know. <laughs> and this is also the scene where um, he, he gives the daughters or one of the daughters the walkie talkie. <laughs> yes. And they start making noises. Oh God. They were calling him. He's trying to be quiet because there's a line coming. Dan, respond. Pick like sound like Dorothy Explorer. I mean, and he's fighting for his life, right? I mean, I I get it, it was tension, but also just me so annoyed. Yeah, I mean it adds tension to the movie, but realistically, it, it really doesn't work. He really should have died. But um, you know, he's able to escape. They get back in the car. Um no, actually, the lion ends up attacking their car, the mm -hmm. car that they have been saping for the most part up until this point. Um, and it's kind of rocking the car on the edge of this cliff. And um, uh, Uncle Martin, he tells the girls to jump out while, you know, he kind of sacrifices himself to kill the lion. So they go flying down the cliff mm -hmm. and... Uh, this line, I would think uh, he shouldn't be walking. <laughs> right. This is where the line, okay, a little bit supernatural. Because um, he's somehow okay. Um, it rolls down and then, you know, he pretty much baits the line to come closer. Um, there's gas leaking and he lights the match and blows up, sacrifices himself. Somehow the line is fine. That's the next day. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I don't know how he survived that fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He also should have been knocked out. <laughs> he couldn't even move his legs. He should have been dead on impact. Yeah. But um, the lion does survive being um, <clears throat> set on fire. Uh, but they are able to get away because the lion doesn't really attack right at that moment. You know, they're, they're, they're driving away the next day. And... Um, they, I guess, uh, Nate, he was thinking that they were going to run out of gas. So I guess he wanted to see if there was some gas or something nearby or contact somebody to call. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but this is also near where they saw the first lines that were pretty friendly at first. Right. Um, but, you know, Nate goes in by himself, tells his daughters to, to stay behind. 
And um, of course, this lion doesn't quit. He comes back. He was able to follow them. And, um, you know, they kind of tussle a little bit. He gets through. And then um, somehow he, he gets his daughters to safety while he tries to, um, you know, draw this lion out so he can fight it one on one without a gun, just a knife. Just a knife. <laughs> knife to a lion fight. <laughs> Casual. And this is the most unbelievable part of the movie because this lion should have ripped him to shreds multiple times. Now, it did scratch him multiple times, but he really should have been dead. Like, this thing yeah. should have bit his head off, should have ragdolled him. <laughs> I mean, the thing was all over him. There was nothing that was in the way. I mean, it even got a hold of his arm in his mouth. Right. <laughs> his arm should have been at least dislocated, at least. But nope, he's got, you know, a lot of scratches, but nothing that's going to kill him. But I guess he thought ahead and thought that, you know, this lion who is on another pride of lions will get attacked by those protectors. And um, the two lions, the, the two protector lions come out and just beat them up. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is after Idris Elba has been scratched up pretty good, but really should have died. Because he took a lot. But um he passes out after that and uh is saved by is it Bonji? Um I think that's right. One of the younger guys who was on the first trip. And um, you know, everything ends pretty happily, except for Uncle Martin dying. But um <laughs> <laughs> No biggie. No. Um, that was all for nothing, I guess, trying to save him. But uh <laughs> <laughs> but um after that, you know, they reconnect, they uh kind of go back home and then come back for some reason. They're like, oh mom will love this. I'm taking a picture. <laughs> like she's gonna right. see it. <laughs> she's rolling over in her grave. You put our children in danger for a second time on purpose this time. Um, and also I was thinking to myself, like, if this were to happen, who believes you, right? You go back to work. I mean, do you just start with these scratches from a lion or like you need photos? I mean, how do you acclimate back? Does, does anyone believe you? I don't it, I mean, he's gotta have PTSD. They just come back to the, 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 um, same place without right. even thinking about it. I wouldn't be able to walk in the woods behind my house if I got talked about a lion. <laughs> I'm never going to a zoo or anything. <laughs> no. Like no animals. I'm I'm just not doing it. Especially a lion getting attacked like that. I mean, you you literally face death. Really should have died. Yeah. Um, but for some reason they go back to um I guess this favorite spot that their mother had just to take a picture. <laughs> I mean, it was a nice picture. The birds are flying and, um, you know, but he's walking with a cane now because he's not going to get better. Um, <laughs> so. You could also probably oh, find that picture online. Right. right. 
um it's a lot safer but um you know they uh were satisfied in the movie ends All right um, but for this film i thought it was tense in a lot of moments there was some good here or there but overall kind of a, a, of a forgettable movie oh yeah definitely <laughs> um it's pretty short overall just an okay movie yeah just a, just okay no <laughs> pass the time yeah it'll go by pretty quickly um but let's go ahead and give this one a rating so the lowest rating is trash middle is background noise and the highest is a banger so how would you rate the film beast Oh, I'm gonna rate this one as trash. I don't, I, 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 and I know it's it has some positive reviews and it's Idris Elba, um, but it just wasn't enough. It, it it was it was short. There wasn't much of a story. I didn't care for the two daughters, um, one of their acting and the other one's actual character. Um, unbelievable. Uh, it was a regular lion. wasn't even special. Um, and even still, he he beat this lion. Um, it just didn't didn't do anything for me. No, um, I, I actually thought that he was gonna die whenever the lion was attacking him because there was nobody else around. Sure. I was like, I was like, okay, this thing's gonna rip and rip him apart. Um, but nope, for some reason it held back, even though it got attacked by him multiple times. He put a knife in it. I mean, I don't know why the line held back, but um, I don't. <laughs> um, it, it ended up paying for it because the other two lines ripped him apart. But um, I'm going to rate it as a low background noise. Uh, it's got a little bit of tense moments, but not enough to probably keep your attention. Right. Uh, but um, yeah, you can skip this one. <laughs> yeah. if you're bored no, no, nothing else to watch yeah I mean this is supposed to be like a thriller but I think there's a lot better thrillers out there for sure but any other thoughts about this film uh, no I mean what else can Idris Elba do I mean he was in Fast and Furious with superhuman abilities. He's fighting lions now. He's doing it all. Yeah. I mean, he's very versatile. I think he can play the villain and the hero. He's yeah. got that ability. But um, yeah, you can skip this movie. He has plenty of other good ones. Um, but I think that does for us at AM Reviews. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description. And if you want to send us a message, click the message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening.